This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race trying to keep up with the pace by space round cram. Everybody is jamming, 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 jamming for a better life, a better way of living. In the meantime, simple things we forgetting, like how to say good morning, morning, neighbor. Good morning, neighbors. Good morning, neighbors. How you doing? And welcome to the third hour of the Power Breakfast Show and Power One and Two Digital. Thank you so much, Champlain Auto Services, for powering our eight o'clock news break. Check them out. They're on the Eastern Main Road. They're opposite Carrybury, right there in Champlain. Hence the name. Can't miss the sign. Anything to deal with your vehicle repair-wise, tune-up service, just want to check something out, they do it all. Alright, so check them out. 662-6545, that's their telephone number, 662-6545. Go to do fleet management, tons of accessories. You get oil, and air freshener, jumper packs. Life. What happened? You want to get a lock for your steering wheel to secure it? They've got it. Alright, so thank you so much, Champlain Auto Services. Alright, got our Power Breakfast Show stamp of approval. Taking a what's happening traffic wise, let me start out in east approaching Omero Road. And Omero Road's got some traffic here, approach the highway. Uh, Trin City towards Pajet, of course, in Tunapura area, also got some traffic there as well. I got a minor accident on the eastern main road, and it is by St. John's Road. All right. Uh, going to Mount Hope, well, Champlain from St. Joseph got it. Coming to Maraval, halfway down, you also got it. Right, and of course, rice and rose a bit heavy this morning. Yeah, from Invaders Bay. Get in the capital just after the beat you're gonna get it. Take a look what's happening. Solo wise, solo wise. Approaching Maravella roundabout, got it. Riverland Roads got it. Freeport to Shiguanas also got some traffic there. All right, all right, so I'm gonna take a quick break. Be 
right back. Daddy said it was our special love. I told my granny, but she didn't help. He was so nice when we talked online. I threw up again. I just can't sleep. I failed my test. I missed school last week. Now he wants pictures of my body. I have a right to live free. Stop hurting me. Please. Don't keep child abuse a secret. If you see something, say something. Report it today at 996. A message from the Children's Authority of Trinidad and Tobago and the European Union United Nations Spotlight Initiative. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out because I love you. Too much, baby Why can't you see What you're doing to me When you don't believe a word I say We can't go on together We're suspicious
dubbed as the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, the track called Suspicious Minds. Today marks the 45th anniversary of his passing. But you didn't know he passed uh, from a heart attack at the age of 42. Alright, so today marks his 45th anniversary. Elvis Presley. You should go and see that movie too. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know if Paul or Richard saw it, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. All right. 15 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock, gentlemen. Of course, you're listening to the Power Breakfast Show. We just had an interview with um, the Minister of National Security. Um, I'm sure people will have opinions on it. Um... I don't, I don't know what to say. I know Fitzgerald there's Hines. There's nothing to say. What can you say? I know Fitzgerald Hines. I know Fitzgerald Hines. He has to defend the position of the government, huh? Well, Fitzgerald Hines can talk. I don't, and he talks. Are, are we, uh, do you think that he can bend the population, though? Listeners? No, I know there's some listeners who just said, uh, you know, I wasted 45 minutes of my life. We can but ask the questions. So, um... So, yeah, open the phone, lights. Yeah. Maybe people got something positive out of it. Actually, maybe people are energized that the government is really knowing what they're doing and the TTPS and, and that crime will come under control. Does the interview interview with Fitzgerald Hines as the Minister of National Security now energize you and make you optimistic that, you know, they know what they're doing? Did it do that for you, Paul? I just am reading Privy Council reading. I'm misguiding myself, so I distracted Well, let's hear your opinions. I know you all have opinions. <laughs> we have a very opinionated group of listeners. So, two to do talk, two to do eight two five five six one two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. And so, what? What you said? You sound like you told him. Who's who's that? That was shot if I had Oh, but I am I'm reading, oh, okay, reading okay. privy council judgments and misleading myself. And you sound like you're now beginning to toot too. You sound well, that toting bad. <laughs> so we take it your calls. Recording do, 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 in talk. progress. Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. I will take some of your calls. About- what is what is that psych signal supposed yeah, to? We have a call, gentlemen. Go ahead. Oh. Good morning, caller. Recording stopped. Hello, good morning. Spokes. Hello. Go ahead, we're hearing you. Go go ahead, caller. Morning, morning, morning. Yeah, hi, morning. Um the interview with the minister just now, except for the part where he spoke about the program, the youth for the program, the program for the youth. 
the, to, the interview totally lacked content. And basically, the minister sounded like a citizen complaining about the crime situation. Because you just can't say, well, this is wrong, that is wrong, this is wrong, that is wrong. And too quick to statistics. Um, and, and, quote, and quote unquote, it have crime all over the world. Alright, wait, 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 I'm coming to that now. I'm coming to that now. Yeah, have crime. When all else fails, have crime all over the world. I know, they always say that, but listen to this. But New York to date, with 8 million people, have 261 murders. Trinidad to date, with 1.4, have, one, have, have 327 murders. There are 36,000 police in New York City. There are 7,000. So per capita, we should have 50,000 police in New York. So in see, uh, he doesn't have any statistics. I hope he's hearing me now so he can get the statistics and see how much they are failing. Good day, gentlemen. Have a nice day. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. Are you there? Good morning. Are you all hearing me? Good morning. morning. Are you hearing me? Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. Loud and yeah. clear. The thing about ministers when they are being interviewed, you see, for me, anybody being interviewed and dodging certain questions, I, I'm always skeptical of about such person. And you all ask him some questions there that he dodge and weave around. To me, that means that the minister, one, he do not know what he's talking about, or secondly, he just doesn't really have no real plans for changing this madness around that we call crime. Okay, and, 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 and he has been interviewed on many stations before, by you all many times before, and, it, and does not inspire confidence that he is the person to deal with this runaway crime that we are seeing every day. It's almost, what, three murders per day now, you know, which is madness. And do yeah. not forget... What is wrong with you? There's crime all over the world. Yeah, which is another dirty statement. I always like to tell people, at the end of the day, it's right here we live in. Let us deal with our issues. Right? We have to address our problems. And do not forget, guys, the difference between last year's murders and now is by more than 100, you know. Craziness. Take care, guys. Morning. Good morning, gentlemen. You know, it used to be, and even this morning, coming down to the end here, anytime I heard Fitzgerald Hines, I would feel good. He's very persuasive. And and then he comes around again another time, and, and you feel good. And then he comes around again, and you hear him, and you feel good. But he's always starting from zero, because he's not building on what he had said before, because nothing gets accomplished for him to build on. And, and you know, um, I, I'm getting from the other callers there that they're feeling the same way. You know, that um, it's just talk. And, and Paul, when you asked him about is the land deal, land and house deal, going to be available across the country, he distracted everybody. Well, I was listening keenly. And he never got around to actually saying yes. He did say that there you can go and see all what's available and so on. But he never well, said Well, I, I asked a question specifically because I know one of the first things that are going to be said, if there had not been an advertising campaign about it or clear eligibility criteria, that I know the suggestion is going to be only specific people get through. Yeah. Well, so I gave him the opportunity to, to make sure that people got a sense that it was an equal opportunity situation. Did, did he achieve that? I don't know. Yeah, and I did not get an answer there, you know. 
I don't know if people have gleaned that they got an answer, but I got a distraction. I am because you see one, and, and what struck out at me, you see, once you're saying land sharing, it's going to become contentious. Well, everything, you know, the way I look at it, eh, everything should be contentious, and you trash it out, and you sort it out, and you come out with a fair solution. You're talking resources and opportunities in Trinidad and Tobago, and, and I suppose everywhere else, because at least there will be political division, if not all the other divisions that we have here. So things ought to be put on the table and trashed out and so on. So, but uh, the thing is, he did not answer the question. Now, the, problem, the, the other question I have, where I have an interest, when he gives out these lands and houses, is he going to give it out in a way that I could buy one? Thank you. Good morning, Sleepyhead. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. You know, I keep hearing every day everybody blaming the police commissioner and the minister of national security and the crime. But then again, I don't hear people talking about what all of us can do together to ask our youth, especially the young men, to behave themselves. What is it that they could come up and help the government by giving us suggestion as to how we could reduce unemployment and keep the youth occupied. Only I only hear blaming that the parolee and, and, the, and the Minister of National Security and we ain't doing nothing. And we can't have a police with one police for every citizen in the country. I don't know what has become to this country and what happened to the, to the, to the minds of, of, of men like they have no fear for God. What is going on here? And my, my main reason for this is that we need, the justice system needs to revamp itself and get serious and get swift justice there and, and serious jail for certain things in this country. You see how the, the court, they want to take the, the, the um, government or court down to file injunction with this crap iron business? No, all they want to just have the youth running all over the place, taking up people gates, the manhole covers, cutting all the cables. Um, that is preventing productivity. And when they catch them, you carry them to court, you might hear they get two years, and a prison year is nine months. They come back out, and they're cutting more cables. Or when you arrest them, they get bail, and while they're waiting for case to call, they, they cut in more cable to sell so that they could pay lawyers. We need serious um, justice here in this country because I feel that we are just be fanning the fire of certain things and people feel they could just do anything and get away or they're going to make a small jail and come out on a case and go call up for the next 10 years and I could go ahead with the crime. I don't know, maybe we might have to import a Ayatollah here. That is what maybe the people want for a year or two. Mm. All right. You understand? Thank you. All right. Thanks, Zina. Good morning. Well, have a good day. God bless. Okay. Good morning, caller. Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hi, good morning. You know, I, I am listening to these interviews about national security and um, crime situation. 
And I asked myself the question, what more can the government do? Because when the government brings measures in the parliament, you have people like Senator Paul who align himself with opposition benches to debunk or oppose the government measures. This is the reason why I don't listen to Senator Paul on the radio talking about crime anymore. Anytime I listen to him, I just turn it off. Because to me, he's one of the... Let me not repeat it. But anyway, that's another thing that's happening. When you guys are interviewing, okay, you interview the minister, and it's only not the minister alone. Several times you are bringing guests to interview. And at the end of the interview, you guys are giving negative comments about the person being interviewed. That cannot be correct. I mean, I've been here several times. I mean, I'm listening to this. I mean, this is the only choice I have to listen to. I have no choice to listen to. But really and truly, you have to do better than this. Have a great day. Well, we left it for you all to give your opinions on what you all thought about the interview. We can have negative interviews. We are here to give our opinions. That's what we do on this morning program. We're not here to be non-communicative about our opinions. We have opinions. And everybody on this program is strongly opinionated about different issues. That's why we are here. We're not here to necessarily... So after certain guests, um, and not only the minister, I'm just... And the the minister today, we basically said, what did you all think? And But there are some guests, yes, we're going to have commentary after because we are opinionated. That's how we are. Just like you have your opinions, we are entitled to have ours. And the Senator Paul Richards is an independent senator. Mm -hmm. How he chooses to vote in Parliament is his business. And how he sees the constitutional issues. Watch, Richard. Richard. Uh, Six months ago, I was a... PNM senator. Now I'm a UNC aligned senator. Isn't that interesting? Yes, yeah, so I mean, you know. I think I'm the right person. If everything see. you see is through the lens of your support for the People's yeah. National Movement, yeah. then that's yeah. your prerogative. Don't realize that, yeah. That's your yeah. prerogative. That's your you are entitled to see it through the lens of a People's National Movement supporter. That's your prerogative. I have no issue with that. But there are people with countervailing issues and, and countervailing opinions because we live in a democracy. And because somebody doesn't agree with you, you want to pelt barbs at them? Give me a break. Drink my damn coffee, eh? Good morning. <laughs> yeah, good, good morning. Um, I think it's always interesting in the idea of the political. I mean, okay, we came up with um, the word community leader through a political elite class that have cozied up to it with um, criminal, act- criminal act- actors, and not the small actors, big actors, anything. We had a, a political elite that had um, Magu- two political elite mash up a, 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 a campaign finance reform bill that was supposed to look at that money that's coming in into the political system, the party system, and both parties agreed not to go ahead with it. And I think that is always some, these are to me little points, the community leader, these these little gray areas where we can see accountability of who's bringing in money, which deals with money laundering, the dark or the narco. The former Attorney General, Fire Salari, promised campaign reform legislation. Eh? We're still waiting. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know about the Attorney General, but I guess he was speaking on behalf of the Cabinet. 
And I think uh, we have to come to a, a real, you know, with the political elites that, you know, the, the U.S. embassies, the, the report stating that there's a certain MP dealing with hum- helping out the human trafficking situation. And this collusion that we have in the in CCM thing, and we have seen a lot of, um, you know, Robocop as one. He was with one party and he went and bust down a squat and thing and... It was, so we have seen it. One visiting the president's house to support another sitting MP. And we have this kind of cozying up. Our own prime minister mentioned that standing up in the parliament, he used to he look out the road and used to see the, uh, the URP workers giving their money to the gangsters. Nothing was done. So in this, we have seen and collude and caress the criminal criminal body to the point now we have 300 and something and you run in a muck is it, oh yeah you take away leaders so what are you talking about them. it's crime everywhere i already feel that um that the political to deal with crime we have to deal with the political yeah. elite and then the collusion with criminal actor, actors in trinidad and tobago from the political you know support of that kind of narco hardcore the port system and the system of criminal activity, when you have a political system supporting it in different ways or the other, and we need to hear from them what it is that they're putting in to stop it. And I think that campaign finance reform thing was two things, was a, to me a big light flare in the sky that you're all supporting a dark kind of underground thing for big Mm-hmm. Right. And right. neither hold them accountable for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Cola. I mean, you're making some valid points there, Dean, <clears throat> with regard to the um to the issue of um how criminality uh, and I'm not talking about this administration um particularly or at all, but over the years, criminality or people involved in criminal enterprise and certainly who've had the, those kinds of questions hanging the, those heads have been cuddled by the political elite. Abu Bakr is a perfect example. Post that attempted coup, he was cuddled by the 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 version of whatever the UNC was at that time. I can't remember if it were actually called the UNC. And it was cuddled um they, he was also cuddled on a certain level by the People's National Movement. He was in high-level meetings with people at that level. So that kind of cuddling of, of, of criminal or, or that criminal elite by the political elite um, is something that really needs to, to be a man in the mirror moment and you need to decide what do you value more, um, whatever these people are providing in terms of your existence as a party or the country that you elected to to rule and to move forward that makes all of our citizens safe. All right. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Is the government in charge of the judicial system or they have a, their own body in charge of them? The judiciary, if you understand separation of powers, is separate and distinct from the executive in that regard and they would have their own budget that they that comes through i think the attorney general's department 
um, am I right, Paul, if Paul is still there? Uh, I know the Chief Justice over the years has been uh, had argued, um, well, Chief Justices, I should say, have argued that they should be in control of their funding, but I think their request for funding still comes out of a line ministry. Um, that's, what I, that's where I think the connection is. I think it still is that way. I'm not 100% sure. So why is Dr. Rowley and the PNM is being blamed for the crime, whereas the judicial system could put something in place, close the revolving door, give people long jail time, no bail and stuff like that to clean up the place? And I know, Richard, you don't like to hear it, but hang who is to hang and make some space for who want to continue to misbehave. Well, it's no secret that I'm against the death penalty and I'm, I'm an abolitionist. But the issue yeah, is a little bit more integrated than that. Because the, 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 the issue of convictions, which I think is what you're going at, of the criminal element, is a direct corollary and connection to the intersection with the TTPS and the DPP. And if it is that the evidence gathering or sophistication of evidence gathering in proving beyond reasonable doubt that somebody is guilty is lacking, then you can't blame the justice system for that. You have to look at what is your intelligence gathering, what is your evidence gathering capabilities at the TTPS, which is even a more direct connection to the state in terms of of not only accountability in, in terms of evidence gathering, but even holding the actual criminal, um, the criminality, the criminal person accountable, catching them. Well, Getting before the court is at the end of it, you know, and the issue of bail is discretionary. There are many times that judicial officers refuse bail. That wouldn't come out to the public. What the public will hear is so-and-so is out on bail. Or, or the general narrative that um, they are being released on bail and, and they go with that and they run on that horse and whine. But the issue is, many times judicial officers refuse bail once there is compelling reason that bail should be refused. It's a discretion. Well, why and, you work in a, and you are also working on a system that's a little bit more... Um, where Trinidad and Tobago Police Service does not have the best reputation in terms of how they willy-nilly arrest people on very, very vague evidence and sometimes framed evidence. These are all cases that have gone through the court system. So it's not as black and white as you see it. Well, why not start bail at two years? You did something... Two years, let them stay inside for two years, and if, if that is happening... Bail is a constitutional life. right. You have a right to bail because there's a presumption of innocence. If you have a son or a child that is arrested because there is some fight in a club and somebody dies, and they happen to be there, and they are arrested, you would want your child to get bail, and your child has nothing to do with it because there's a presumption of innocence. If it is that you just put up, put up, arrest people and say, um, well, you are in for two years because we feel you might have done something, what kind of society are you building? Well, then the crime will continue the waiting going in this place. So I that's why, and, 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 and the, the Minister of National Security was right in one of the things that he said that 
the issue and complexity of dealing with crime is intersectional in terms of various ministry ministries if it is you have um let me just give you an example if it is you have uh, a, a group of children 10 to 16 and they're not going to school they are not within the social building network of the school system because parents are not sending them to school and children as you know children at that age are required to go to school it's mandatory but you have in a system in trinidad and tobago where generally enforcement does not happen in a lot of areas and many times you could see children i'm sure in your area or you you driving around or you being around sometimes you see children who should be in school and you'll be wondering why aren't they in school do you see a police officer coming to speak to the, the parent and saying why is your child not in school yeah but but um Richard and, and because and i'm just giving a point if those children are not socialized within the school system and the rules and regulations are, of what is required to make a good citizen and i'm also saying that the curriculum should include that in a very strong and aggressive way what your social contract is with the state then you're always going to have a certain level of criminality because they're not they're not being socialized in that way and they're not being brought up to recognize that there is a social contract in the space in which you live. Well, then we'll so when a 19-year-old or 18-year-old or 17-year-old with an AK-47 comes up to you and say, hand over your purse or I will shoot shoot you, they have no they have no value to the social contracts and lines and rules of the society because that has not been inculcated in them. And who's responsible for inculcating them in that? Inculcating, inculcating that in them? their parents well then richard and if their parents are not doing that what do you do just throw your hands up in the air and say well that is it no the state has to find a solution to make sure the message gets balanced rebalanced in their minds and that's where the school system comes into it so it is an intersectional issue but right now there are many citizens that don't really care about that intersectional issue they want you to deal with the crime situation and ultimately the government gets the flag. Why? Because you've put yourself up to say, we are going to deal with your security, your safety, your economic well-being. That's part of the resume why they were elected, regardless of who is in power. That's part of your resume. So you can't come after the fact and say, well, stop blaming the government. But, but Richard, if a child does not show up in school, the teacher is supposed to call the parent, they're supposed to have children numbers in school, and if the parent is not sending the children to school, they're supposed to be charged. Somebody needs to follow up on that if that is a loophole. Well, well that, is, that goes to the enforcement. And how much of that is actually happening? That is why I say representatives in area don't really do their job. You know, I don't see anybody here till every five years. They're supposed to know who living in the in the area, how much elderly, how much children, how much children not going to school, these representatives or what, whatever you call them, I don't know. They don't do anything. They're supposed to know who living at number 12, who living at number 14, but they just, everybody just collecting pay and having a good time. People need to love the country and start to do the work, man, Richard. I am yeah. so frustrated. You're not the only one frustrated. Yeah. 
Thank you. A lot of Trinidadians and Tobagonians are frustrated with, and, and particularly with crime. You're already battling with COVID and how COVID may have economically affected you. And then somebody wants to come up to you and say, hey, give me your money. When it is even more, even more of an issue coming out of a pandemic for you. And that's what the rank and file citizen has to deal with and be vigilant about as they go about the, their quality of life and their right to go out, their right to stay out till three o'clock in the morning if they want to. Okay, All right. Thank you, Ms. Thompson. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, bye. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Good morning again. Hi. Richard, I am hearing your cry and your plea, but let me tell you still, Ms. Samson rise very right. Well, then, I was always in agreement with Mr. Louis Lee Singh and, and to an, ex, an extent, Mackey, um, pardon more, God rest his soul. Where we need boot camp in this country and we need national service. Because, and that is why I keep saying, maybe we need to bring an Ayatollah here. Because laws need to be enforced. And the government can mine everybody. That is why we need youth camps. All who come into power and close down the youth camps and have youths on the street. And I always talk about transitional youths from from places like the, the, the children's homes and so where they go after they reach an age and you put them out on that bridge in Takarigua and and certain people take high office here and they do nothing. Many we have a lot of social workers in this country, you know. I'm sure they sit in the cushy offices and certain areas where they to go, them and all must be afraid to go. But just you're driving a car, you're getting traveling, and you're sitting in a cushy office. And then people come, oh, we should get like Singapore. You, you, you heard the UN cry that, that America and all over the world make when they was to flog the boy for putting graffiti on some train or some wall in Singapore. Yeah, you don't come so overnight. You need enforcement and you need strict laws. But you know, if they they're really out to enforce it, you're going to hear the UN crying the nation. Oh, God, Rowley, Rowley, he's a dictator. He's a this, he's a that. You understand? Too much crime in this country here, and people feel it's time minister must solve it. Parents, talk to your children. Right? You have mothers and fathers. Talk to all your children, children grandmothers, aunts, uncles. The editors have told everything is just the Prime Minister and the National Security. Grow up your children in the way that they should learn and, and come up and it, you wouldn't depart from that. So I don't know why that has to happen and why those who come in the children want to have 10 and 12. You really have to force certain things upon people if that is what they want. And I still not agreeing with you with the, 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 the system of, of the, the courts. Cases take too long in the court, Richard, you know that. No, yes, the judicial system, I agree that the judicial yes. system has problems, and it's part of the problem. I never said that it wasn't. Oh, the judicial system has problems. Plenty. 
and things take too long in the court. Why will you have a magistrate? There's a young man who I know. Some neighbor bring him up for building some fence too close to, to her bong and the water damage, some wall, and she take him to court for that. He gives um, her minister money to, to, to give the lady to fix the wall. No, she wants to go to court. You know how many times he go to court with that and the matter and come up here? About 30 times. Run into the court in Arima and the case put in off. I call it a little stupid bicycle case. And you go into a courthouse 30 times. And mm-hmm. the man sick. And a case can't come up and, and, and nothing can't come around. I tell you, we need an Ayatollah here. Thank you. Good morning, caller. Good, how are you? good morning, morning. Good, man. good morning, good. Mr. Patrick. I listen to the, I listen to the controversy. Um, I want to find out something for research, research that we're going to we be talking about the education system and crime. Because I could recall Morgan Job keeps saying the school system breeding a lot of young criminals, right? And mm-hmm. they surround the, the age of criminality will be 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. So how do the school system try to see what goes on with the young people before they get reactive when it comes to criminology? It's a crime because them children coming from the school. Is everybody business to start to see about crime from the family to the school? Because a lot of children Dropping out of school and finding themselves in a gang. It makes sense if you come we talk about that. So, what they have in the school system to try to remedy them before they come out here and become hardened criminals? You're asking a rhetorical question or you're asking a question that requires an answer? We're talking what the school could do because, as we see, the math in the school. And when they go in high school, they can't function, they get depressed, they get frustrated, they come out, they run away, they drop out, and is anything that? Then, then we are talking about school curriculum, school policy. School curriculum, school... What, 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 what? Is there a actual aggressive effort in terms of the policymakers and the education system to stamp out criminality? in the school system because that's where you see it start eh? start from there because I'm you will know you will teachers know who the troublesome students are teachers know and make judgments in their mind that that one in their mind that one is going to become a criminal i mean some of them that one is going to become a criminal and start robbing people i'm sure teachers make that assessment of somebody's students in their school in their classes but that one is probably going to go down that road and maybe i mean teachers listening could weigh in maybe they feel that they're not empowered to do anything because the system doesn't allow or maybe there are some teachers who have done stuff and stopped somebody who they felt would move into a life of criminality from yes, from yes. getting there that happened already that happened already but 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 what role did the ministry of education not only the school education ministry the ministry of education you... is like a a a giant sloth. That's how I see it in my mind. And I'm saying sloth because I see it as slow-moving, a slow-moving behemoth 
that is not, in my opinion, a very agile, progressive, and energized machinery. I don't see the Ministry of Education as that. No, to be fair, I'm not in the system. I'm not a teacher. I am not in the system. I'm not a student. So I'm not in the system. And teachers are the ones who would know best how to view the Ministry of Education. But that's how I see it, like a giant slough. Slow moving, and everything takes a while to get. So I am not so sure in its current format, and as I say, I'm speaking here from an ignorant level because I'm not involved in that in any way. Um, I'm just speaking on my perceptions of it. I'm not so sure how agile they are to, to be aggressive enough and to be focused enough on that stamping out criminality from a young age or and or reducing it or making sure that dysfunctional families where criminality looks like it might emerge are flagged and other systems kick in to speak, kick in to, to prevent that criminality becoming a problem later on in the society because that's where it it has to it starts there that's the captive area where you have all of these young people and criminals are getting younger and younger all right. Good. All right. Thanks, Mr. Patrick. Have a good day. All the best to you. Um, don't miss Furniture Plus back to school mattress sale. Get different sizes for the same price, starting from just $999. Save on Serta Celian Therapeutic Mattresses, available with cash and higher purchase plans. Check press and social media for details. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. August is Best Village Excellence, and you're invited to all shows free of charge. Yes, come join us for the Dramatic Literature Finals, the excellence of East Indian dance, music, and tassa. Your ears will sing at the Folk Music Finals and see the authentic moves of the folk dance and dramology. Witness the glory of the crowning of the 2022 Miss La Renrive Queen. Visit mscd.gov.tt for more information, courtesy of the Ministry of Sport and Community Development. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight.
sky Take away everything And make everybody feel high But if you know what life is worth You will look for yours on earth And now will you see the light You stand up for your rights yeah. Get up, stand up yeah, yeah. Stand up for your rights Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.